The LA Kings stay perfect on the road, and more importantly, Phoenix Copley plays a big game. We'll talk about that and more next on this edition of Locked On LA Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. And we are also on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked On LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast. It's a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 17 years and a passionate LA Kings fan for over 30 years. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. It is almost Thanksgiving, and the LA Kings have yet to lose a game on the road. If you missed last night's game in Arizona, we'll give you a quick recap. Kings jump out to a 2-0 lead, first on a shorthanded goal by Trevor Moore, and then an even-strength goal from Andre Kopitar. In the second period, Trevor Moore would score his second of the game to make it 3-0. Arizona would get on the board late in the second period. But in the third period, the only goal came from LA's Philip Deneau to provide the dagger, and LA skates off with a 4-1 win to sweep the season series from Arizona three games to nothing. As we do after each of the Kings games, uh, we check out the game stats. Uh, the LA Kings, as I mentioned, 8-0 and now away from home with that 4-1 win in Arizona. Uh, the eight straight wins to start the season, by the way, third longest winning streak to start a season in NHL history. Only the 2009-10 New Jersey Devils, who had won nine straight, and the 2006-07 Buffalo Sabres, who hold the NHL record at 10 in a row, have won more. L.A. now 11-3-3 for 25 points. Kings are tied with the New York Rangers from fourth most points in the NHL. should be pointed out that the Kings are still in third place in their division. The Pacific has three of the top five teams in the NHL as far as points go. Vegas, number two in the NHL. Vancouver, number three. And as I mentioned, L.A. tied for fourth. Uh, as far as the game stats go, uh, the shots on goal were in favor of Arizona, 31 to 25. That probably was helped by the fact that they had six power play opportunities, but 0 for 6 on the power play. The Kings went 0 for 4. Faceoffs favored the Kings 35 to 28. Block shots favored LA 15 to 11. And the hits went to Arizona by a margin of 19 to 17. We've talked a lot about it on this show and the trend continues. The Kings when they score first, they win. Now 9-0 and 1 on the season when scoring the first goal of the game. Uh as far as the three stars of the game selected by yours truly, uh let's go with the number 3 star and that would be Philip Deneau of the LA Kings with a goal and an assist for two points. Uh, as I mentioned Deneau provided uh, the dagger in the third period to seal the win. Also had a primary assist on that all-important first goal of the game. In addition to just playing his typical all-around solid game, uh, we should not take Philip Deneau for granted. Not flashy, but he is steady and smart and a very good player for the LA Kings. The number two star for me is goaltender Phoenix Copley, the Kings' backup goalie, turned aside 30 of 31 shots. We were gonna, we're going to get more into the importance of this performance 
uh, and the performance itself coming up in just a bit. But did want to mention that Phoenix Copley, my number two star, uh, he was steady, he was calm, fundamentally sound, and made the saves that he is expected to make. Just a all-around solid game for Phoenix Copley. And the number one star for the Kings, Trevor Moore. Uh, not only did he get that all-important first goal, but he really got a great display of what exceptional hands Trevor Moore has. Both his goals looked so easy, just flipping the puck into the upper corners of the net, doing so at speed uh, and in close range, uh, really uh, exceptional. Uh, the second goal was one of my favorite goals of the year. Uh, how many times have I said it? I'd love to see Trevor Moore more on the penalty kill. And with Blake Lazat out with the injury, uh, he took over Blake Lazat's time on the PK, and he came up with a gorgeous shorthanded goal. Uh, and then the second goal he had, just playing great defense, he picks off a pass out of the air in the Arizona zone, finds himself suddenly in front of the net with the goalie one-on-one, -on -one, not a lot of time and space, fakes a slap shot as the puck settles down for him after he knocked it out of the air, and then just flips it into the up top, upper top corner like it's nothing. Uh, loved his composure in that situation, something, frankly, we didn't see from the Coyotes, who missed several breakaway chances. Uh, Trevor Moore has been great for the LA Kings this season. We talked about it in the offseason, what players were going to step up and kind of uh, you know take some of the, the slack that you know players like Gabe Velarde and Alex Iafalo and to a lesser extent Rasmus Kupari uh, that were they were leaving and and leaving kind of some holes and some opportunities for other players to step up. Well, Trevor Moore uh, has done that and then some this year. Also with with Victor Arvidsson out as well, uh, Mister Thousand Oaks is tied with Andre Kopitar for the team lead in goals with nine. I mentioned Trevor Moore on the PK for Blake Lazat. Uh, it should be mentioned that Jarrett Anderson Dolan centered the fourth line with Lizzo out of the lineup with that uh, undisclosed injury day-to-day. -day. Um, I thought JAD was kind of a mixed bag. He did not start off well in this game at all. Had a bad turnover early in the game in the King zone that led to a dangerous opportunity. Right after that, he took a hooking penalty, but Trevor Moore was able to score on that penalty kill. Uh, later in the first period, I thought Jared Anderson Dolan really kind of calmed down. At, at first, I, th I think he was maybe just trying to do a little bit too much. Uh, sometimes playing too hard can actually be a bad thing because you're just kind of flying around all over the place and kind of a bit out of control. Um, he did have a nice backhand shot on net and later had a really good forecheck that led to a turnover and a scoring chance for L.A. Overall, I thought Jared Anderson Dolan did okay. Uh, like I said, a bit of a rough start, and he kind of figured things out, and then the rest of the game was kind of just okay for him. He had one shot on goal, just under nine minutes of action. Overall, the fourth line did not have a point on the night against Arizona. Um, have not heard anything new on the status of Blake Lazat. Uh, not sure if he's going to be available Friday or not for the game against the Ducks. We shall see. Uh, also thought that uh, Alex LaFerriere, uh, back in the lineup, looking good again. Um, he uh, had a strong start in this one, or I should say he had a strong start to the season. Uh, and then he seemed like he kind of cooled off a bit. Um, but I thought he was very active and has been very active in his last two games since being out for the one game, uh, when Jared Anderson Dolan replaced him, uh, he had a great play on the Kings final goal against Arizona, made a nice pass off the boards to himself around a defender, and then made a perfect pass in the middle of the ice, right on the tape of Philip Deneau who put it home again to provide the uh, the dagger in this one. Um, not sure if 
that one game off against the Florida Panthers kind of sent a message to him, or maybe he just got a chance to kind of sit and observe and then uh, get back in there and kind of show what he could do. But I, I thought that Alex LaFerriere has been very noticeable the last two games since sitting out that game against Florida. So uh, good to see him back and uh, playing at a, uh, at a high level for the LA Kings once again. Uh, we are going to get into what we liked about the win over Arizona and some of the things we didn't like, uh, and also really get into the night for Phoenix Copley, which I think was the, the big picture takeaway in this game. We'll do that next here on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Hey, you shouldn't have to worry when you are buying tickets for your next big event. I don't because I use Game Time, the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all of the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. Uh, I went on vacation not long ago to New York City, bought my tickets to go see a Rangers-Hurricanes game at Madison Square Garden. I used the Game Time app and couldn't have been easier and more convenient. Uh, it's Like I said, the app is very easy to use. You can also get killer last-minute deals all-in prices, and their best price guaranteed. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. I love it. You can see the view from the seats that you're going to buy before you do so, so you know exactly what you're going to expect when you arrive. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. All-in prices show the, the total up front, so you know you're getting a great deal without any hidden fees. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps on the app. Just download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code Locked On NHL, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-H-L for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. The LA Kings face the Ducks in Anaheim Friday, 12.30 p.m. Pacific time. You can catch every moment of the hometown broadcast of your LA Kings with Sirius XM. Just uh, use the SXM app and search la kings as we do after every game we talk about what we liked and what we didn't like and certainly a lot more to like than not like in the game against arizona but there were some things that didn't go great um but let's start with the positive what did go great and i think we have to start with phoenix copley again we'll get more deep into his night and what it means overall but that was to me the big takeaway that was the thing that i liked the most was seeing phoenix copley looking a lot more like the phoenix copley we saw last year uh, very, very positive game for him. More on him in just a second. Uh, how about the amazing assist by Quentin Byfield on the second goal, the Andre Kopitar goal? Uh, if you didn't see it, uh, a very skilled play from Quentin Byfield uh, made a nice move in the Arizona end and then a great pass across the ice, almost kind of a no-look pass to a wide-open Andre Kopitar who easily put it in the net. And how about the the amazing reaction from the captain and from Adrian Kempe as well, his, his line mates? Uh, they both skated over to Q. Uh, Kopitar had his arms outstretched and his mouth wide open. His eyes were wide. Uh, Kempe was smiling from ear to ear. But Kopitar looked at Quentin Byfield like, yeah, that was awesome. And it was. And to see that kind of a reaction from your captain, from a future Hall of Famer, was so cool. It was kind of like, you're getting it, kid. Yeah, you can play this game. You can do it at a high level. That was awesome. So I can only imagine how that made Quentin Byfield feel. Um, I, 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 and I, I honestly think, while it was kind of an honest reaction because it was an amazing pass, 
I do think Andre Kobitar in the back of his mind has the big picture to be encouraging to a young player who's had a lot of pressure on him and has had some criticism and to be encouraging, to let him know that was awesome. Even if it was, you know, it just, I just, I heard, let's put it this way. If that was Philip Deneau, I don't know that Kopitar has the same reaction, right? It, he'll still say, man, great pass. But he and Kemp, they both just smiling and saying, Q, that was amazing, man. You're, you're a good player. Keep it up. It's great seeing you doing what you're doing. And it is. I think for all of us, even the people who had been detractors of Quentin Byfield and said, this guy's never going to be anything. And we're so we're impatient with him. And, and I get, I get some of that. I really do. But I hope all of us are continuing to be, whether it's pleasantly surprised or, you know, maybe saying this is the guy I really thought he was going to turn into. And it's not a complete picture yet. He still has more to give more to go. He's still going to get better. Hopefully we can see a little bit more of a goal scoring touch eventually from him. But as far as the helpers go, as far as him setting up his teammates, uh, he is one of the better passers, I think, on the Kings right now. Maybe Kevin Fiala would certainly be amongst them. There's some good passers on the Kings. But as far as creativity and ice vision, I mean, man, what an assist that was. Maybe the assist of the year so far for the LA Kings. And for Quentin Byfield, he has 12 assists now on the season. It's shaping up to be a very, very good year for the Kings young forward. Uh, and again, love that reaction from Kobitar and Kempe. Uh, the Kings penalty kill. Talk about things we liked. The Coyotes have a good power play. Matter of fact, going into the game against the Kings, Arizona had the fifth best power play in the NHL at 90, excuse me, 29, 90 would be good, 29.5%. Uh, and all the Kings did was kill off six Arizona power plays, including uh, when Adrian Kempe took a double minor while the Kings were on a power play. And so Arizona had about three and a half minutes of power play time and the Kings still killed it off. Uh, the Kings, I believe, uh, I know that they mentioned this on the broadcast. I believe the Kings have now killed off 26 consecutive opponents power plays. And the LA Kings are number two in the NHL right now on the penalty kill at 90.2%. Only the, the uh, Boston Bruins are better at 90.8%. So um, that was a huge storyline going into the season. Would the Kings penalty kill be improved? And to say, to say it's improved is a huge understatement. It may eventually be the best in the NHL. It's right there on the doorstep at the moment. Now they got to keep it going. Um, but certainly the players have bought in. And, you know, again, I know there have been detractors for head coach Todd McClellan and assistant coach Trent Yanni, who handles the defenseman and the, the penalty kill. But you got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, uh, Tom McClellan said in the offseason uh, a couple of things. Number one, he said that this was the priority in the offseason. And he said that the people in, in that room, coaches and players, were had the ability to get it done. And he was right. You know, sometimes coaches say things that, uh, you know, they think you want to hear or maybe they think that they need to say. But he made that declaration. And so far, he's been 100% right. So, Give credit to, to Tom McClellan, give credit to Trent Yanni, and give credit to the players for buying in on this more aggressive penalty kill uh, strategy. It has absolutely worked, and it was part of the reason in a big way uh, why the Kings have been so successful this year and why they beat the Arizona Coyotes on Monday night. All right, there were a few things that we didn't like. Um, I think the Kings' overall defensive game was still solid. But there were some lapses from time to time in coverage, and the Coyotes did have three clear-cut breakaways 
in the game. And a couple of them were shorthanded, um, which ties into something else that we didn't really like. But if Arizona capitalizes on a couple of those chances, it's a different game. Uh, Phoenix Copley made the save on the first one. Second one went off the post. And then the third one was shot wide as far as the three breakaways that Arizona had. But again, overall, solid defensive game by the Kings. But there are still a few things to clean up. And speaking of cleaning something up, the power play is still not where it needs to be. And they were again, there were two shorthanded breakaways while the Kings had the man advantage. That can't happen. Um, again, if, if Arizona capitalizes on their chances, maybe it's a different game. But the good news for the Kings is they're still one of the best offensive teams in the NHL without their power play doing a lot so far on the season. Now, uh, you're going to be five on five more times than not. Um, but still, if, I mean, look, if we're going to look for one clear spot where the Kings need to be, be better as a team, I think it's pretty obvious it's the power play. Now, it's not atrocious, um, but 19th in the NHL, 19.4%. They were 0 for 4 against Arizona. Um, the Kings have too much talent on that power play to not be better. I know they're missing Victor Arvidsson. I know the situation with the left-hand shots, the right-hand shots. Um, but the Kings are averaging almost four goals a game. Right now, they're second in the NHL in goals per game, 3.94, only to Vancouver. But again, the power play needs to be better. Uh, it needs to be, you know, somewhere at least around 15, like 15, 14, 13, upper half of the NHL, at least. Um, the good news is, again, the PK is doing great. So that's definitely been an advantage on the special teams. But I, I just still think the Kings power play should be and needs to be better, uh, especially when you you get into those big, important playoff games and a team makes a mistake because you've outworked them and gives you an opportunity. Got to capitalize on at least some of those. So the special teams, it's interesting. Last year, the power play was so much better. PK was bad. Now it's it hasn't completely flipped. Like I said, the power play is not atrocious. Penalty kill has been amazing. The power play, it can be better and really needs to be better. One other thing I, I will mention I didn't like as an individual was the night for P.L. Dubois. Um, I thought he showed some real frustration a couple of times uh, in the game, took a couple of really bad penalties, took a roughing penalty when he was upset that he didn't get a call, uh, and then he grabbed a Coyotes player's jersey and pulled them down late in the game uh, that was so obvious to everyone. Um, one of the criticisms that we had heard about Pierre-Luc Dubois when he came over from Winnipeg was that he took a lot of dumb penalties. Now, we haven't seen that with the LA Kings before the game on Monday. Uh, Kevin Fiala has been the guy who's taken most of the bad penalties, but this was the first time we've seen it from Pierre Dubois. Like I said, showed some frustration. Uh, the second penalty, the King was kind of in hand, so well, okay. But the first penalty, the Kings are up to nothing. If Arizona scores on that power play after he takes just a, an unnecessary penalty, then you know maybe the game turns around. But again, fortunately for the Kings, the penalty kill was great. But uh, I, I thought that uh, Bill Dubois did not have his best night for sure for the LA Kings. Uh, we need to get to the big picture, though, for the LA Kings. Uh, the biggest takeaway from the win over Arizona, it's not that the streak continues it's that Phoenix Copley got a much-needed victory. We'll talk more about that here on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors 
has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you will always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it is easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay's guaranteed fit available only to U.S. customers. All right, the uh, biggest takeaway for me from the win over Arizona was the performance of backup goaltender Phoenix Copley. 30 saves, including 14 in the final period. Um, I didn't think he started great. There were a few anxious moments early on where he was kind of scrambling in net in the crease there. Um, But I thought he kind of figured things out as the game went along. I thought he got better and better as the game went along. Um, he did have the one big save early on the breakaway on Jason Zucker of Arizona. The Coyotes did have the two other breakaways mentioned, but didn't put the shot on net. Uh, the one goal he allowed, he made the initial save, but did leave a bit of a rebound in the crease for a putback. Otherwise, a solid effort from Phoenix Copley, just what they are looking for from him. Uh, coming into the game, he had allowed 15 goals in four starts. He got pulled in uh, the start in Arizona. So he gets to come back against the Coyotes on the road and get a little bit of redemption as well. Um, So this start was uh, a big start for Phoenix Copley. And I thought uh, a solid, solid game, obviously his best game of the season so far. Um, And I want to hear from Phoenix Copley and what he had to say Uh, after the game. uh, He talked to LA Kings insider, Zach Dooley. And he said, quote, to start the season, I've been a little bit inconsistent. I just wanted to give the guys a full 60. I put in some extra work with Bucks, talking about goalie coach Mike Buckley this past week. Uh, he says uh, a half or so. I think it helped clean up some things, and I felt good today. So that was Phoenix Copley talking about his night against the Arizona Coyotes. And uh, yeah, I, again, Phoenix looked a lot like the goaltender we saw last year. Hopefully it's taken him just a little bit of time and a little bit of extra work to find his game. Hopefully he can build off this. Um, you know, Arizona's not a bad team. They've been good at home. Uh, again, the six penalty kills. That, I mean, Phoenix Copley has a big hand in that as well. It's not just the four guys in front of him working hard to block shots and, and clear the zone and do those types of things. That's certainly a big part of it. But your goaltender is a big part of it as well. So uh, a, a just a solid all-around game for Phoenix Copley. We've been waiting for him to kind of show that, uh, that you know, the style and the composure uh, and the calmness that he showed all of last year and was so good for the LA Kings. Again, not spectacular, not uh, you know something that you know, blows you away, but just solid, making the saves he needs to make and giving his team a chance to win night in, night out. That's what he did all last year, and that is what he did in the game against Arizona. The Kings clearly have a number one goalie at this point. It's Cam Talbot, but they do need a reliable backup to keep things going when Cam Talbot gets a rest here and there. And I would assume that that will happen a little bit more frequently as the season goes along. That remains to be seen. It depends on what the circumstances are with the Kings, where they are in the playoff picture, that kind of thing. Um, But again, uh, Phoenix Copley, one of the concerns we had for the Kings was the way he's played so far. Great to see him get a solid win on the road, all around good game. Hopefully something that he can build off of, keep going. And we, he will be a reliable backup for the LA Kings going forward. 
I uh, did want to um, pass along some news regarding a former LA King. Not sure if you heard about this or frankly, if you're interested in it, but there was a disturbing story uh, about Milan Lucic. Um, he's back with the Boston Bruins, got arrested on suspicion of assault and battery on a family member. Uh, it carries a maximum penalty of two and a half years in prison. He pleaded not guilty to assaulting his wife after uh, being taken into custody. Um, he has now taken a leave of absence from the Boston Bruins. And I, I did see something about him entering the player assistance program uh, to get some counseling. So um, hopefully, I know he pleaded not guilty to the, to the charge. Um, you know, as, as I've always said in these situations, uh, hopefully justice is served. If he's guilty of what he's accused of, then he needs to be held accountable for that, both by the national hockey league and by the law. Um, and if it didn't happen, if, uh, if, if he's been wrongly, wrongfully accused, then that certainly needs to be pointed out as well. I, I work in sports media. I know that when these types of arrests happen, it's very sensationalized and is uh, something a lot of people talk about, you know, for, for those of you that are still, you know, newspapers, it's, this is kind of a front page thing. And then usually if, if it's found out that the charges are dropped or if the players acquitted, it's kind of like a back page thing. It's, it's unfortunate that that's the way it works. But like I said, if he's guilty, he needs to be held accountable. If he's not, I hope that, uh, that, that is pointed out that, uh, you know, the charges were dropped or he was wrongfully accused. Uh, of course, if you're a Kings fan, this does bring back some memories of Slava Voinov, um, the former LA Kings defenseman who was a part of their 2014 Stanley Cup winning team. Uh, if you, if you've been a fan for that long, you remember that, uh, Voinov was, um, arrested for assaulting his, I believe it was his girlfriend, but the mother of his child. I don't know if they were officially married. I don't recall, but he ended up pleading no contest. The Kings terminated his contract and he never played in the NHL again. He went to Russia and that was that. So, um, yeah, Milan Lucic played one season for the LA Kings, um, but it was, what, 2015-16? But he was kind of a fan favorite. He's one of those players. He plays physical and and uh, usually a fan favorite everywhere he's gone, but obviously some troubling uh, news surrounding Milan Lucic. Uh, so we did want to uh, to pass that along. All right, for you everydayers, those of you that listen and watch Locked on LA Kings every day, coming up on tomorrow's show, former LA Kings player and game analyst Daryl Evans is going to join us to talk about the Kings season so far. Uh, Thursday, we're going to tell you what it means for a team to be in a playoff spot on Thanksgiving, and we'll do a deep dive on goaltender Cam Talbot and examine his season so far. On Friday, we'll preview the first freeway face-off of the year as the Kings head to Anaheim to take on the Ducks, and we'll also have a Friday fan feedback show as well. Uh, if you want to send an email for that feedback show or anything else that you want to talk about, the email address is lockedoneddy at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E. And if you're watching on YouTube, of course, you can just put your comments in the comment section below. Always check those out. Uh, don't forget to stay interactive with the show. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram or X, whatever it is. Uh, we are at Locked on LA Kings. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thank you, as always, for listening and watching this episode of Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Have a great rest of your day. We will talk to you tomorrow. And as always, go Kings go.